Well, we've reached the end of another fantastic season of Let's Talk Quem. And I really hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. At the end of another rather unusual year, we thought it'd be a great time to reflect on the season before we get stuck into recording the next one. And for a pod like ours to have something like COP26 happening mid-season, we had to kick off with climate. And so we began by hearing from Baroness Brown, Leslie Mackay and Daniel Johns about tackling climate change both inside the classrooms and what it means for the buildings themselves. The impact of the children is lethargy, sweating, continual thirst, low-level feelings of sickness and the heat of stuffiness of the room. You know, noticed an understandable dip in presentation, spelling and accuracy across the curriculum. So this is children building up to, you know, one of the key kind of, you know, early years for examinations that they're going to be sitting in a school building that just isn't fit, not just for the current climate, but for the future climate. I really felt that we needed to look in more depth what climate change actually meant. First of all, at a child appropriate level, but secondly, in a way that didn't scare children silly, because as adults, I find that incredibly scary, the future, if nobody does anything about it. And I didn't want to pass that anxiety onto the children. I think that's really important. It was great to welcome an honorary SIWEM fellow, Craig Bennett, alongside Richard Benwell, to talk about another COP, COP15, the Biodiversity COP, which is happening next year. And I was fascinated to hear just how much land here within the UK is in a good state for nature. The Prime Minister signed up to the so-called 30 by 30 commitment, pledging to have 30% of our land and sea into nature's recovery by 2030. But just the way the Prime Minister and Downing Street talked about at the time suggests they didn't fully understand what that means. Uh, They said that the UK was currently at 26% and they only got there by including all our national parks and areas of outstanding natural beauty, as if all those are in a perfect state for biodiversity at the moment. So we think at the Wildlife Trust we're closer to around 5% of our land in the UK that's actually in a good state for nature at the moment, not 26%. So there's a huge disjunct there between the, the rhetoric and the reality. Cast your mind back to 100 days pre-COP and we heard from Chris Stark from the Climate Change Committee on what a successful COP would look like. And we heard reflections from my co-host Mark Fletcher on the global water sector perspective. And I'm hoping that we'll catch up on COP again in future episodes. I would love to see our world leaders actually lean into this and embrace it because the transition is so positive overall for the societies that those world leaders are responsible for. That flip in the mindset is the thing I would really like to see in COP26. It's the thing I'd like to see in the UK as well. Not that we're being led to this because we absolutely must do it, but that actually we want to do that. We are running towards these goals because actually it points the way to a more positive economy overall, but better societies around the world, better outcomes generally for people living in the world today. I would love that. So that, that kind of idea that the discourse itself becomes more positive around climate change and less miserable is the thing I'd really want to try and pull off with my magic wand. We heard a lot of passionate voices this season and none more passionate than the activist turned environmentalist Dusty Gedge and my superb co-host Anusha Shah as we explored the opportunities to green our cities, creating suds for the skies. How do we look at the natural processes that we already have nature's given us and how do we engineer using nature and, and how do we make sure that what we've taken away from nature, we give it back in leaps and bounds. So if you've got 32% of central London that could be retrofitted tomorrow, we could store all that water, cool the insides of those buildings, in a heat excess, cool the city area, and also create 32% of good habitat for birds, bees, pollinators, 
wildflowers. So that's why we should do it. Following the theme of engineering with nature, we heard from Becky Spate and my co-host and chair of the Environment Agency, Emma Howard-Boyd, on the importance of thinking in systems and really that benefits take a long time to be realised. Being able to look at those multi-benefit solutions, it's such a big win. It's such an obvious win in a way. But because I think it happens over a longer time period and because you have to make the investment now to see that economic return further down the line, it's a more complex solution for society to grapple with and for politicians to back sufficiently, which they're not doing at the moment. It's that translating of all the good words, all the rhetoric into real action on the ground. I think sometimes collectively we are waiting for the perfect solution before we get on and start acting. And to bring the season together, we thought about the connection between the environment and our health with an episode on blue-green social prescribing. 98% of black people within the UK live in urban areas. They don't have a green space within 10 minutes of their home. People are then disproportionately affected by high levels of polluted air and not having the access to a local green space, which we know is like a natural buffer for life sort of stresses and challenges. So it's really important that I think some health inequalities are addressed. We've covered a lot of ground this season. And I still firmly believe everything really is connected. I hope you've enjoyed exploring those connections with me as much as I've enjoyed being part of those conversations. Watch this space to find out more about what we're going to bring to you in season three. And if you want to get involved in sponsoring the pod, then do get in touch. That's it from me for now. Stay safe and see you next time.